Hello, and welcome to the Grumpy Old Man Podcast. I don't profess to know everything, nor do I think my ideas are the only right ideas. I'm sure there's plenty I don't know and haven't yet thought about. I'm here to learn too, so please share your thoughts and observations. This podcast is all about me sharing my thoughts, opinions, and observations, pointing out things that are hidden in plain sight, things that once considered probably seem totally obvious. I'm not a doctor or a psychologist. I'm just a grumpy old man. Well, I'm not really that old, but most people probably do consider me to be quite grumpy. There are a lot of things with the direction our world is headed that I find reasons to complain about. This is one of them. I'm Harvard Schmarvard, and this is Season 1, Episode 6, Buy It Again. I was debating doing an episode on right to repair, addressing the annoyance of products that are designed in a way that they can't be fixed when needed. Most of these could just as easily have been designed better, but there is some underlying incentive for it not to be. But then I realized that right to repair is just one piece of a bigger puzzle. We live in a disposable society. Products are designed not only to be hard or impossible to repair, but also to fail or become obsolete. This is not an accident or the result of progress. It is deliberate for the sole purpose to get you to buy it again. I hope you skipped the first minute of this episode. I have to add an intro to the beginning of each episode, just in case someone starts at that episode instead of listening from the beginning. That way they get the message that I am not telling them what to think like everyone else, but rather encouraging them to take a moment and think for themselves and make their own decisions. But if you've heard it, please skip it. Also, the TLDR for this episode is that consumer products are designed and built to fail and end up in a landfill or be recycled so that you are taken advantage of and forced to open your wallet and buy another. This is not necessarily true for commercial products. Businesses don't want junk, they want quality but they are more than happy to reduce the quality of their own products and sell you junk. For those who aren't sure what I just did there, TLDR stands for Too Long Didn't Read. I think it's a Reddit thing. I sure hope you stick it out and listen to this entire episode. We will touch on a bunch of thoughts that all prove that point. Being an old man grumpy or not, I do remember a time when products were designed and built with quality as a primary objective. Companies took pride in providing things that lasted a long time. Remember commercials that bragged how 90% of our vehicles are still on the road after 10 years or something like that? Well, not anymore. My mom, in-laws, older brother and uncle all owned refrigerators, freezers, washers, dryers that were 20 or 30 years old and still working perfectly. Not me. I must have reached adulthood just when things started to shift. 
I've gone through three freezers, four washers, five dryers, and at least six refrigerators. All broke and stopped working. Almost as expensive to fix as to buy new. When my wife and I were married in the early 80s, hmm, does that help explain the old or the grumpy? Anyway, we received a KitchenAid stand mixer as a wedding gift. 35 years later, it was still working like the day it was new. But I decided that I wanted a larger mixer, so we gave it away to our daughter. Huge mistake. Since our KitchenAid was so good, I bought another, just bigger. Luckily, it came with a full one-year guarantee. Because within weeks of one year, the gears inside broke and it locked up. The replacement didn't last a year, and the whole time it sounded like a cement mixer, it was so loud. Giving up on the brand, I bought a different one. But it too died. Now I'm on my fourth in less than five years. TVs used to last a long time, and when needed, were repaired. Today's LED TVs seem to hold up well. But not too long ago, DLP rear projection and plasma TVs crapped out after only a few years. The TV repairman isn't even a profession anymore. Just send the whole thing off to a landfill and buy it again. Have you ever wondered why tractors or boats can last decades, but your car is junk and much less time? Let's talk about the right to repair for a bit. This term made headlines a year or two ago. I think it was mostly sparked by smartphones that you now can't even replace the battery yourself without having to take it somewhere and pay a crazy amount of money. I avoid news for lots of reasons, so I don't know if this topic is still being debated or not. Feel free to educate me in the comments. A future episode of mine should focus on the news and why I avoid it and why you probably should too, but I digress. I'm sure it goes back even further, but the first instance of the right to repair issue that I recall was the auto industry. I, like a lot of people in the 80s and 90s, worked on my own vehicles. It was easy to change oil, replace brakes or shocks. Spark plugs, distributors, ignition wires needed replacing more often. Flushing the radiator or replacing the battery. All these were straightforward and quite easy. Then things started to change. The oil filter was located in the most inconvenient place possible and you almost needed to put the car on a lift to get at it. Then certain parts couldn't even be removed unless you bought a special tool that cost four times as much as a normal wrench or screwdriver. I remember having to grind down a socket just so it would fit in the tiny space they designed. You might argue that these were necessary to make the car smaller or to meet emission standards, but I don't agree. All of these could just as easily have been designed differently with the do-it-yourselfer in mind. But that was not their mission. They don't make money if you do your own work. They want you to have to take your car to a dealer just to change the oil. 
They want to sell you a tool with a thousand percent profit margin. There are still people who can work on a lot of problems with their vehicles, but they are few and far between. Many have machine shops, farmers or race car drivers or mechanics, but the average Joe has been squeezed out of this whole ability. Back to cell phones. Not that long ago, you could buy a new battery, open the case, pop out the old one, pop in the new one, then recycle that old battery. But those days are gone. They don't have to be, but we have let them get away with it. Imagine if we had just said no to that unfixable device and bought the one you could fix yourself. I wonder where we'd be today. I guess in the end, it is our fault. Think about all the other disposable items. I'm finding it hard not to find cheap plastic junk that could be more durable or easier on the environment. Take something as simple as a razor. You used to buy the handle part once and use it all your life. Only the blade part that got dull needed to be replaced. It was metal and naturally rusted and went back to the earth harmlessly. Today, we use disposable razors that are 96% plastic. We throw the whole thing into a landfill and buy more and more and more. There used to be a time when you could easily assess the inherent quality of an item versus similar items made by other manufacturers simply by looking at the cost. Better, higher quality items typically were more expensive cost a little more to make it better or to hire more skilled workers to produce better quality products. That, sadly, is no longer true. If you are still paying more and expecting higher quality, they have once again duped you. They know how you think. They have no qualms about charging a higher artificial price to fool you into thinking it's higher quality. Sometimes it's a complete myth. Other times you're paying for a brand name that no longer means anything. How can a brand name represent quality anymore when their item is manufactured in China or India exactly the same as the less expensive one? It might even be made in the exact same factory, but just with a different logo. I know this is venturing into commercial products, and in that world, things might still be the way they used to be. My brother-in-law was a salesman of industrial equipment. His firm made and sold high-quality but expensive products. I recall a phrase he would say to potential clients, buy cheap, buy twice. That may still be true in the commercial sector, but it certainly is no longer true in the consumer products world. Amazon is a great place to prove this to yourself. It's easy to find two products, one twice as expensive as the other, but both made in China, both look exactly alike, both identical specs, both even using the same advertising photos and language, just a different brand name. I suppose many people would chalk this all up to progress, that products don't need to be great, they just need to be good enough. Good enough for what? 
to last a few years until you forget when you bought it and don't get outraged about how quickly it failed? Imagine if the Brooklyn Bridge had been built just good enough. It would have been torn down and rebuilt at least five times by now. Consider that it was built in 1869, long before cars or trucks. That's 155 years ago. It was built for horses and buggies. Today, it is still standing and carrying tractor trailers and trains, while our so-called modern, just good enough bridges are crumbling. I guess you don't throw away your whole house if you just need a new window. But I hope I've inspired you to think about all the other things that are disposable and we do throw away. See you next time when I rant on about the next thing that's stuck in my craw.